Hello, welcome back to the Leading Yourself podcast. I'm so excited that you're tuning in. I'm so grateful that you're here spending your time with me this week. Today, we're going to be talking about something that I believe is part of human nature, something that I think we all fall victims of at one point in time, and that is that feeling of not enough, not having enough, not being enough, not being blank enough. You can fill that blank with whatever it is for you. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you where is this coming from and how can we develop more awareness and mitigate to a certain extent this feeling that might be stopping us from showing up as the best version of ourselves. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves, those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. I think that it's so common for us to feel like what we have is not enough or what we're doing isn't enough or who we are isn't enough. Let me ask you something. How many times do you go to bed at night feeling that you could, you could have done more, that you didn't do enough? Maybe you think you could have done more at work or with your kids or with your partner or in your workouts or around the house. More, more, more. We're constantly bombarded by this thought that we need to do more in order to be more. We so often feel like who we are isn't enough. We play so many roles in our lives. For me, I'm a wife, I'm a mother, I'm a daughter, I'm a sister, I'm a friend, I'm a granddaughter, I'm a boss, I'm a coworker, I'm a coach, I'm a podcaster, and the list keeps going on. Whatever roles you're playing, I think that we never feel like we are enough. Like we're not we're not enough in all of them. We always feel like focusing on one role means not being enough in another role or not being enough in all of them together. Um, and not only we feel that we're not enough for others, but oftentimes we don't feel like we're enough for ourselves. Can you relate with this? Because I certainly can. These thoughts of I am not enough chase me often. And you know, I'm a competitive person, so probably that that doesn't help a whole lot, right? So I personally believe that we should not live a life where we're constantly feeling like enough is never enough. We need to realize how fortunate we are with what we have and recognize that we are already enough. 
that we are where we need to be, that if we try our best, then we did enough. That's all what we can ask of ourselves, that we try our best in everything that we do and that we show up as the best version that we can in that given situation, in that given point in time. So the question is, how can we break through this mentality of not enough? I think that it it all starts with awareness. We need to be aware of who and what in our lives is making us feel like we're not enough or we don't have enough. And these thoughts typically are driven by either inside or outside sources. And I want to talk about some of those inside and outside sources. I think the first one for me is this feeling of not enough stems from comparison. Whether you know it or not, whether you do it consciously or unconsciously, we tend to go into this comparison mode. We we try to compare ourselves with the perfect Pinterest picture or the perfect Instagram picture. We compare ourselves with our neighbors, with our colleagues at work, with the other moms at school. We're always comparing ourselves with other people. And the thing is, first of all, when you are comparing yourself with someone else, you don't know what is behind that person you only see like the tip of an iceberg, right? If you've ever seen an iceberg, they are the, the tip is what it's visible right from the surface. But the biggest mass of ice is underwater. And the same happens when we look at someone else's life. We only see snapshots of that person's life, which doesn't tell us the whole story. Sometimes our feelings of not enough not necessarily stem from someone else saying something, but it's self-inflicted. And this is coming from this comparison game where we are constantly, again, comparing ourselves to others. So awareness is the first step. Knowing, being aware that you are falling in this comparison game is the very first step in overcoming this mentality. And when we are aware that in that particular moment, we are comparing ourselves, that we identify ourselves as comparing ourselves with others, that has so much power. Just being aware sometimes can be enough to stop stop that mentality, to stop comparing ourselves to others. How many times have you seen a friend posting pictures in Facebook, for example, of their last family vacation? And then you compare their family vacation with yours and you think that yours was not exciting enough. It wasn't good enough. How many times you compare um, with someone, with a colleague in LinkedIn that posted that they just got promoted and then you start thinking, why not me? why I'm not good enough that I can get what that, that person is, right? We're, we're constantly comparing ourselves. And the thing is that most of the times, we don't do it intentionally. It's just our human nature. So 
Um, again, the first step to combat this comparison is to be aware. When you become aware of when you're comparing yourself, you have to take a moment to practice gratitude in that precise moment. First step, awareness. Second step, practice gratitude. When you catch yourself comparing yourself with someone else, it's difficult to fall victim of comparison when you feel overwhelmed by gratitude. So, for example, um, I mentioned the example before of a friend posting their amazing vacation in social media. And then you start comparing yourself with them. And I'm like, why can't we have that type of a vacation? Um, at that time, think about what are you grateful about? You know, maybe I'm grateful that I had the time to take vacation. I'm grateful that I had a great time with my family over that vacation. Um, I'm grateful that I was able to see family or friends over vacation. I'm grateful that my team took care of work at the office so I could enjoy my vacation. I'm grateful because we eat delicious food and I'm grateful for, and the list keeps going on and on and on. And when you practice gratitude, once again, you can't have both. You can be victim of comparison and be overwhelmed by gratitude. So if you're able to develop that awareness that you know the exact moment where consciously or unconsciously you're comparing yourself with others and at that time you take a moment to practice gratitude, that mentality of not being enough will go away. So really identifying that and reminding yourself that gratitude literally shrivels comparison when you fixate on that. Um, so if I can enforce something today, if you're going to take something away from today's podcast episode is gratitude attitude fights not enough mentality. Okay, another reason, another place where this feeling or this mentality of not being enough comes from is when we, it's also internal, and it's when we start to compare ourselves and where we are to where we thought we should be at this time, right? How many times you have set a goal that you want to achieve and as you go in this journey to achieve this goal, you reflect and you feel like I should have been, I should be further along this journey by now. By now, I should already be there. Um, and then you start feeling that you're not good enough, that you're haven't put enough effort, that maybe you're not consistent enough, or you're not disciplined enough or you're not capable enough, and that's the reason why you're not further along in that journey to achieve your goal. And for this type of I'm not enough kind of mentality, my best tip is you need to sit down and reevaluate your goals. A lot of times we underestimate what we can do in one day and we overestimate what we can do in a year or in two or in five years. 
So a lot of times we set these goals, these grandiose goals, that if everything was perfect, it could be possible to reach them in the time frame that we have in our minds. A lot of times we set unrealistic timeframes for when we're going to achieve our goals. And many times we achieve our goals in a totally different time frame than what we had in mind intentionally. So don't get stuck with time. Continue to pursue your goals and know that you are exactly where you need to be right now. You're not further along or behind. You're just where you need to be. And sometimes it's a matter of reevaluating that time frame and setting realistic time frames for our goals. Or stop focusing so much on the time and focus on progress, right? Stop focusing on when am I going to get there and start focusing on what can I do today to make progress towards that goal? And maybe I'll reach that goal a year later than what I would like to. Maybe I reach that goal a year before that I thought I would, right? Timing is not always going to be perfect. But when we start playing this game in our heads that we're not for, further along on our journey, then we start thinking and adopted this mentality of I'm not enough. And you can fill the blanks with what that is for you. Again, I'm not consistent enough. I'm not disciplined enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. You name it. Okay, those are two internal drivers of this mentality of not enough. Let's talk about a couple of external drivers. The first one is comes from our direct interaction with people in our lives. How many times you're talking with your mom and your mom tells you something that leaves you feeling that you're not good enough mom. You're not good enough cook. You're not good enough whatever. Or you're talking with another mom at school and they made a comment that wasn't the intent at all, but you interpret it as you're not good enough mom, right? Um, or maybe as a colleague at work that is telling you, um, tells you something that makes you feel that you're not good enough at your work. So it really comes from that direct interaction with other people um, that maybe they make a comment about your work or your cooking or your parenting or anything, right? That makes you feel like you're not enough. So the first thing is to identify who are the people that make you feel that way? And what do they say that makes you feel that way? So again, who makes you feel that way when you interact with that person? And what exactly is that they do or they say that makes you feel that way? Once you have built that awareness, once again, awareness is always the first step, then you have two options. The first one is you can address it directly in a calm and compassionate way with that person, being polite and explain how what they do or what they say impacts you. 
um, don't make assumptions that they're saying or doing those things to make you feel that you're not enough. Because I guarantee you that these are people that are important in your life. They're not doing it on purpose. Even though sometimes that thought crosses our minds. But remind yourself that they're not doing that on purpose. They're probably doing that or saying that to help you because they want you to be better. They want you to um, do more or, or be happy. But it's important that if you're able to identify who those people are and what they do and they say, that you tell them, hey, when you say this, it makes me feel that I'm not good enough. When you do this, that makes me feel that I'm not enough. So that is a great way to combat that external driver of you not feeling enough. And if you do it politely, if you do it with love, that can actually nourish that relationship and make that relationship even stronger. I know that for some people, this can be uncomfortable because at the end of the day, you're confronting the other person. You're not confronting it. Um, you're, you're doing it in a way that it's calm and compassionate and polite, but you are confronting the other person. So another alternative, if you don't like to confront people or you think that that could damage your relationship, is try to avoid situations that puts you in that space where you end up feeling not enough. If you know that after having done something um, and maybe sharing it with a friend or your mom, you know that they're going to tell you from a place of love that you should have done it differently or that next time probably you could do that or this. And that triggers that feeling of not enough then avoid that person for that kind of advice, right? Okay, the other external driver is our need to impress. Yes, we all at one point want to impress someone. And not that we are egocentric, not that we are, you know, I think it's it, it's it's actually a good thing that you want to impress someone. But many times we feel that need to impress someone that drives us to a negative place. It comes or steams from a place of you want to do something positive for someone and it turns into something negative. So first of all, you need to ask yourself, why do you feel that you need to impress? And who in your life do you feel that you need to impress? And why do you feel like you need to impress that person? So who do you need to impress? Right? Um, and why do you think you need to impress that person? Again, it's a simple exercise of bringing awareness forward. Because once you bring awareness to that, um, then what can you do to redefine what impressive actually means to you? Um, 
sometimes we have a distortioned understanding of what impressing means or looks like. And that drives this feeling of not being enough. So one thing that I challenge you to do is to think about people that have impressed you in the past and try to describe or try to put your finger on what about that person impressed you? What is that they did? Or most important, how is that they made you feel that impress you? And then try to redefine what impressive actually means. Because probably the reason why you're feeling that you're not enough is because you have a distortion definition of what impress means. Okay, that's all what I had for you today. I hope that you enjoyed today's podcast episode. I hope that you found something in today's episode that can be helpful and that you can apply in helping you overcome this not enough mentality. Before you leave, two favors that I want to ask you. First of all, if you're not yet subscribed to the Leading Yourself podcast, please go to Apple Podcasts and hit that subscribe button so you get notifications every time that there's a new episode. And finally, if you can think of anyone that could benefit from today's content, please share the link of this episode with them. With that, I hope you have an amazing day and I will see you here again next week for another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast.